Jami'a Tirmidhi. This is a collection of hadith by Imam Tirmidhi. The English translation is by Abu Khalil. This audio is narrated by QNS Academy. The Compilation of Imam Tirmidhi. The book on Legal Punishments. Al-Hudud. Comments. Had means to stop or prevent, and in the Sharia, it means the restrictive ordinance of Allah and the punishment for non-observance thereof. Qisas, or killing in retaliation, is not included in Hudud, as it is the right of human beings and can be pardoned. Chapter on what has been related about those from whom the punishment is not required. Ali narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, The pen has been lifted from three, for the sleeping person until he awakens, for the boy until he becomes a young man, and for the mentally insane until he regains sanity. This hadith is graded Hassan, or good. Comments Most of the people of knowledge and scholars have accepted and agreed with this narration, but there is a difference of opinion on its details. All the scholars and the people of knowledge agree that these three kinds of people mentioned in the narration will not be considered sinners. Chapter on What has been related about averting legal punishments Aisha narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Avert the legal penalties from the Muslims as much as possible. If he has a way out, then leave him to his way. For if the Imam makes a mistake in forgiving, it would be better than making a mistake in punishment. This hadith is graded da'if or weak. Comments Such words and expressions of the companions are morally and rescuing suggestions to the imam, judge, and the ruler. The judge or person in authority should always try to save the offender and should not apply the had punishment if there is a chance to save the offender. Before imposing the hudud, the judge is required to confirm that the offender is a sane person and he committed the crime in that state. The judge must make sure that the offender is not under pressure or he is not a drug-addicted man. If the offense is proven and the witnesses are available, then the offender should be punished. Tuhfat al-Ahwaldi, Volume 2, page 318 Chapter on What has been related about covering the faults of the Muslim Abu Hurairah narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Whoever relieves a Muslim of a burden from the burdens of the world, Allah will relieve him of a burden from the burdens of the hereafter. And whoever covers the faults of a Muslim, Allah will cover his fault for him in the world and the hereafter. And Allah is engaged in helping the worshipper as long as the worshipper is engaged in helping his brother. This hadith is graded sahih or Authentic Ibn Umar narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, The Muslim is the brother of the Muslim. He does not oppress him and does not pull him into ruin. And whoever is concerned for the needs of his brother, Allah is concerned for his needs. And whoever relieves a Muslim of a burden, Allah will relieve him of a burden from the burdens of the Day of Judgment. And whoever covers the faults of a Muslim, Allah will cover his faults on the Day of Judgment. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Chapter on 
what has been related about prompting in cases of the legal punishments. Ibn Abbas narrated that the Prophet, peace be upon him, said to Ma'iz bin Malik, Is what has reached me about you true? He said, What has reached you about me? He said, It has reached me that you had relations with the slave maid of the family of so-and-so. He said, Yes. So he testified four times and he gave the order that he be stoned. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments the Prophet, peace be upon him, suggested to him a way to escape by asking him in a question, as it is clear in the narration of Ibn Abbas, Al-Bukhari, Hadith 6824. Chapter on what has been related about averting the legal punishments from the one who confessed if he changes his mind. Abu Huraira narrated, Ma'iz al-Aslami, came to the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, and said that he had committed adultery. So he, peace be upon him, turned away from him. Then he approached from his other side and said, O Messenger of Allah, I have committed adultery. So he turned away from him. Then he came from his other side and said, O Messenger of Allah, I have committed adultery. So he gave the order for stoning upon the fourth time. He was taken to Al-Harrah, and stoned with rocks. Upon being hit by the rocks, he ran swiftly until he passed a man with a camel whip who beat him with it, and the people beat him until he died. They mentioned to the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, that he ran upon fleeing the rocks at the time of death. So the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Why didn't you leave him? This hadith is graded Hassan, or good. Jabir bin Abdullah narrated, A man from the tribe of Aslam came to the Prophet, peace be upon him, and he confessed to adultery. He turned away from him. Then he confessed again. Then he turned away from him again, until he had testified against himself four times. So the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Are you insane? He said, No. He said, Are you married? He said, Yes. So he gave the order, and he was stoned at the Musalla. He ran when he was struck by the stones, and he was caught and stoned until he died. So the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, spoke well of him, but he did not perform the funeral salah for him. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments An adulterer who admits his sin, but his sin is still hidden from the people, should be given a chance to refuse to admit his sin. If he refuses, he should be spared the punishment. Chapter on what has been related about it being disliked to intercede in legal punishments. Aisha narrated, The Quraysh were troubled by the affair of a woman from the tribe of Makhzum who stole. So they said, Who will speak about her to the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him? They said, Who can do it other than Osama bin Zayd, the one dearer to the Messenger of Allah? So Osama spoke with him. The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Do you intercede about a penalty from Allah's penalties? Then he stood up and addressed the people, saying, Those before you were only destroyed because they used to leave a noble person if he stole, and if a weak person stole, they would establish the penalty upon him. And by Allah, if Fatima bint Muhammad stole, then I would cut off her hand. This hadith is great sahih or authentic. Comments 
The name of this woman was Fatima bint Aswad bin Abdullah. She was the niece of Abu Salama. In the beginning, she used to borrow from people and did not return the borrowed money or other things. Moreover, she would deny that she had borrowed anything. She developed the habit of stealing and her hand was cut off due to this habit. According to most of the scholars, the punishment of cutting the hand cannot be imposed on refusal of return of the borrowed things. But in the view of Imam Ahmed and the Zariyah, this punishment can be imposed if the borrowed things are not returned. Minnat al-Mun'im, Volume 3, page 138 Chapter on what has been related about confirming stoning. Umar bin al-Khattab said, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, stoned, Abu Bakr stoned, and I stoned. If I didn't dislike that I add to the Book of Allah, I would have written it in the Mus'haf. For I fear that there will come a people, and they will not find it in the Book of Allah, so they will disbelieve in it. This hadith is graded sahih, or authentic. Comments The fear Umar had apprehended proved true. The Khawarij, the Mu'tazila, and other modernists of today are against stoning. Umar bin al-Khattab said, Verily Allah sent Muhammad, peace be upon him, with the truth, and he revealed the book to him. Among what was revealed to him was the ayah of stoning. So the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, stoned, and we stoned after him. I fear that time will pass over the people such that someone will say, we do not see stoning in the book of Allah. They will be misguided by leaving an obligation which Allah revealed. Indeed stoning is the retribution for the adulterer if he was married and the evidence has been established, or due to pregnancy or confusion. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments Pregnancy will be deemed a proof of fornication if the woman is unmarried or her husband blames her. Though the recitation of this verse is abrogated, but its continuity is not essential for the implication. The presence of a verse in the Qur'an is considered a proof of its validity and continuity. Therefore, rejecting a sahih narration by declaring it information without any proof is not logical thinking. Chapter on what has been related about stoning the married adulterer. Ubaidullah bin Abdullah bin Udba narrated that he heard from Abu Hurairah, Zayd bin Khalid, and Shibl that they were with the Prophet, peace be upon him, and two men came to him disputing. So one of them stood before him and said, I ask you by Allah, O Messenger of Allah, only that you would judge between us by the Book of Allah. So his disputant said, and he was more eloquent than him, I agree, O Messenger of Allah. Judge between us by the Book of Allah and allow me to speak. My son was a servant for this man and he committed adultery with his wife. So they told me that my son was to be stoned. I paid him 100 female sheep and a female slave. Then I met some people from the people of knowledge and they said that my son was to be lashed 100 times and to be banished for a year and that stoning is only for this man's wife. So the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, By the one in whose hand is my soul, I will judge between you two by the book of Allah. The one hundred female sheep and the female slave should be returned to you. For your son is one hundred lashes and banishment for a year. O Unais, go to this man's wife, and if she confesses, then stone her. He went to her, 
and she confessed, so he stoned her. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments The Book of Allah here means the commands of Allah and the decisions according to it. As the orders of stoning to death are not written in the Qur'an, similarly, the orders of exile for one year are also not written in the Qur'an. But it is a command of Allah, because obeying the Prophet, peace be upon him, is obeying Allah. Ubadah bin As-Samit narrated, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Take from me, for Allah has a way made for them. For the married person who commits adultery with a married person is one hundred lashes, then stoning. And for the virgin who commits adultery with a virgin is one hundred lashes and banishment for a year. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments Most of the imma, Malik, al-Shafi'i, and Ahmed are of the opinion that a married adulterer should not be lashed before the punishment of stoning to death. And Nakha'i, Al-Awza'i, and Al-Thawri also have the same opinion. According to Ali, Ubay bin Ka'b, Abu Dhar, Hassan al-Basri, Ishaq, Dawood, and Ibn Mundir, first he should be whipped and then stoned. Chapter on what has been related about refraining from stoning the pregnant woman until she gives birth. Imran bin Hussein narrated, A woman from Juhayna confessed before the Prophet, peace be upon him, that she had committed adultery. And she said, I am pregnant. So the Prophet, peace be upon him, called for her guardian and said, Be good to her, and if she gives birth to her child, then tell me. So he did so. And then he, peace be upon him, gave the order that her clothes be boundly tight around her. Then he ordered her to be stoned, and she was stoned. Then he performed funeral salah for her. So Umar bin al-Khattab said to him, O Messenger of Allah, you stoned her, then you prayed for her? He said, She has repented a repentance that, if distributed among seventy of the people of al-Madinah, it would have sufficed them. Have you ever seen something more virtuous than her sacrificing herself for the sake of Allah? This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments the funeral prayer should be performed after stoning a fornicator. Most of the scholars support this point of view. According to Imam Malik and Imam Ahmed, elites of the society, the ruler or head of the town or city should not perform the funeral prayer of a fornicator. But this is against a sahih and clear narration. Sahih Muslim with An-Nawawi, volume 2, page 68. It is agreed upon that a woman will not be stoned to death until the birth of the child. This is to save the child who is innocent. Chapter on what has been related about stoning the people of the book. Ibn Umar narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, stoned a Jew and a Jewess. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments This narration is agreed upon and the events mentioned are in Sahih al-Bukhari and Sahih Muslim. A Jewish couple was brought to the presence of the Prophet, peace be upon him. They had committed illegal sexual intercourse. The Messenger of Allah went to their quarter and asked them, What do you find in the Torah as regarding the legal punishment of an adulterer? They replied, We blacken their face and humiliate them. We also announced their crime in public and lashed them. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Bring the Torah and prove your statement if you are truthful. They brought and opened the Torah and started reading it. 
When the reader reached the verse of Rajam, stoning, he placed his hand over this verse and read the verses preceding and following it. Abdullah ibn Salam was beside the Prophet, peace be upon him. He asked the reader to lift his hand from the page, and he moved away his hand, and the verse of stoning was written there. The Prophet, peace be upon him, gave the order that both of them should be stoned to death. Sahih Muslim, Volume 2, Page 69 Jabir bin Samura narrated, The Prophet, peace be upon him, stoned a Jew and a Jewess. This hadith is graded Sahih, or authentic. Comments It is clear from this narration that if a lawsuit is lodged in an Islamic court by non-Muslims, the case will be decided according to Islamic law. They were asked to bring the Torah, Torah, just to prove to them that the Islamic punishment is the same which has been prescribed in the Torah. See for details, Sahih Muslim, Volume 2, page 69, Tuhfat al-Ahwaldi, Volume 2, page 325, and Takmila, Volume 2, page 471 to 474. Chapter on what has been related about banishment. Ibn Umar narrated that the Prophet, peace be upon him, lashed and banished. Abu Bakr lashed and banished, and Umar lashed and banished. This hadith is graded sahih, or authentic. Comments This issue has been discussed in the context of narration number 1434. For more details, see Tuhfat al-Ahwadi, volume 2, page 326 to 327. Chapter on what has been related about the legal punishments or atonement for those who receive them. Ubadah bin As-Samit narrated, We were with the Prophet, peace be upon him, in a gathering, and he said, Pledge to me that you will not associate anything as partners with Allah, and that you will not steal nor commit adultery. He recited to them the ayah, and he said, Whoever among you dies, then his reward is with Allah, and whoever among you does some of this, and then he is punished, it is an atonement for him. And whoever does some of this, and Allah covers it for him, then it is up to Allah. If he wills, he will punish him, and if he wills, he will forgive him. This hadith is graded sahih, or authentic. Footnote The Prophet, peace be upon him, reciting to them the ayah, refers to Surat Al-Mumtahina, chapter 60, verse 12. See Tuhfat al-Lahwaldi. Comments. The had punishment serves as an atonement, but it will not serve as an atonement of the offense if an offender continues the vice and does not give it up. Yet, Allah is most gracious and merciful, and one can count on His mercy and guidance to avoid the vices and sins. Chapter on what has been related about establishing legal punishments upon the slave girl. Abu Huraira narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, If one of your slave girls commits illegal sexual intercourse, then whip her three times according to the Book of Allah, and if she does it again, then sell her, even if it is for a rope made of hair. This hadith is graded Hassan, or good. Comments According to the opinion of most of the people of knowledge, the owner of a slave is allowed to impose the had punishment on his slave. In the view of Imam Malik and some of the followers of Imam Shafi'i, the owner of the slave is not allowed to impose the had punishment of theft.
according to Imam al-Thawri and al-Awza'i, only the had punishment of fornication can be imposed on the slave by his owner. The Ahnaf's point of view is that only the court has the right to impose the punishment of had. Some others say that if the crime is clearly established and proven, and the owner himself is a man of honor and prestige, he can impose the had punishment. Otherwise, the matter must be referred to the court of justice. Abu Abdurrahman al-Sulaymi narrated, Ali gave a khutbah and said, O people, establish the penalties upon your slaves, those married from them and those unmarried. A slave girl of the Prophet, peace be upon him, committed illegal sexual intercourse, so he ordered me to whip her. I went to her and she was experiencing her postnatal bleeding, so I feared that if I were to whip her, I would kill her. Or he said, she would die. So I went to the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, and I told that to him. So he said, you did well. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments This narration indicates that a slave woman who gives birth to a child had punishment should not be applied on her immediately. She should be given enough time to suckle the baby. The same orders are for the punishment of a sick person. Sahih Muslim, Volume 2, Page 71 Chapter on What has been related about legal punishment for the drunkard. Abu Sa'id al-Khudri narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, implemented the penalty by beating 40 times with two shoes. Mis'ar, one of the narrators, said, I think it was for wine. This hadith is graded da'if or weak. Anas narrated that a man who had drank wine was brought to the Prophet, peace be upon him. So he beat him about 40 times with two stalks of a palm tree. So Abu Bakr did similarly, and by the time Umar became Khalifa, he sought counsel from the people. And Abdurrahman bin Auf said, I see that the lightest penalty is 80 lashes. So Umar ordered that. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments A date palm stick without leaves is called jarida. Hitting by two sticks may mean hitting with by each stick 40 times, making a total 80 strikes, and it may also mean hitting with two sticks together 40 times, that is 80 strikes, with two sticks together. Tekmila, Volume 2, page 488, and Al-Mughni, Volume 3, page 150. Chapter on what has been related about whoever drinks wine, then lash him and whoever does it a fourth time, then kill him. Mu'awiyah narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Whoever drinks wine, then lash him. If he returns to it, then on the fourth time, kill him. This hadith is graded Hassan, or good. Comments The majority of the scholars hold the view that if a person who had been punished for drinking alcohol is found guilty of committing the same offense for the fourth time, he should not be given capital punishment, as opposed to Ibn Hazm who believed otherwise. Chapter on what has been related about for how much wealth is the thief's hand cut off. Aisha narrated that the Prophet peace be upon him used to cut the hand for a fourth of a dinar and beyond that. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Ibn Umar narrated 
the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, cut the hand for a shield worth three dirham. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Chapter on what has been related about hanging the hand of the thief around his neck. Abdurrahman bin Muhayriz said, I asked Fadalah bin Ubaid about hanging the hand around the neck of the thief. Is this from the Sunnah? He said, A man came to the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, with a thief, so his hand was cut off, and then he ordered that it be hung around his neck. This hadith is graded ta'if, or weak. Comments This punishment is awarded to make a sign of warning for others. Imam Shafi'i and Ahmed support this view, and the Ahnaf say that the court has the right and choice of carrying it out. Tuhfat al-Ahwaldi, Volume 2, page 332 Chapter on what has been related about the traitor, the embezzler, and the plunderer. Jabir narrated that the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, There is no cutting off the hand for the traitor or the embezzler, nor the plunderer. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments According to Qadi Iyad, the cutting of the hand is only the punishment for stealing. Robbery, plunder, or embezzlement are more than stealing. These offenses are terrorist activities and are a cause of creating violence and disturbances in the society. So the state, on such actions, can award severe punishment in light of verse 34 of Surah Al-Ma'idah. The punishment may be execution or crucifixion. Chapter on what has been related about not cutting the hand for date fruits or palm marrow. Rafi' bin Khadij narrated that he heard the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, say, There is no cutting of the hand for fruits or palm marrow. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments Here, fruit means those fruits which are still on trees. According to Imam Abu Hanifa's view, cutting the hand is not applicable for stealing edibles, but in the view of other imma, if these edibles are not secured and saved in a house or by an enclosure, then there is no punishment of cutting the hand. This punishment is applicable for stealing a thing from a protected place. Al-Mughni, Volume 12, page 424, and Al-Ridatul-Ahwadi, Volume 6, page 229 and 437. Chapter on what has been related about the hands not being cut in battles. Busur bin Arta narrated that the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, the hands are not cut in battles. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments In this narration, Ubadah bin As-Samit describes that hudud punishments are to be carried out and implemented at all places, in travel and in dwellings. This narration reports that had punishment of cutting the hands is not implemented for stealing spoils because a pilferer thinks himself a shareholder of the spoils. In the case of cutting off his hand, there is the possibility that he may join the enemy's lines and commit the crime of apostasy. Chapter 1 What has been related about a man having relations with the slave girl of his wife. Habib bin Salim said, A man was brought to An-Nu'man bin Bashir, 
who had relations with the slave girl of his wife. He said, I give you a judgment about her case according to the judgment of the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him. If she made her lawful for him, then I will lash him one hundred times, and if she did not make her lawful, then I will stone him. This hadith is graded Hassan, or good. Another chain from a Nu'man bin Bashir with similar, and it has been reported that Qatada said, Habib bin Salim wrote to me about him, and Abu Bashar, one of the narrators, did not hear this from Habib bin Salim as well. He only reported it from Khalid bin Urfutah. This hadith is graded Hassan, or good. Comments When a woman gave her slave woman to her husband, and he, due to his ignorance, thought her lawful for himself, while according to the sharia, she is not lawful for him, the had punishment will not be implemented on him, but as a warning and teaching lesson to others, he will be whipped. Chapter on what has been related about a woman who was forced to commit adultery. Abdul Jabbar bin Wali bin Hujur narrated that his father said, a woman was forced to commit illegal sexual relations during the time of the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him. The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, did not enforce the legal punishment upon her, but he enforced it upon the one who had done it to her, and the narrator did not mention him assigning a dowry for her. This hadith is graded da'if, or weak. Al-Qama bin Wa'il al-Kindi narrated from his father, a woman went out during the time of the Prophet, peace be upon him, to go to Salah, but she was caught by a man and he had relations with her. So she screamed and he left. Then a man came across her and she said, That man has done this and that to me. Then she came across a group of the immigrants, Muhajirun. And she said, That man did this and that to me. They went to get the man she thought had relations with her, and they brought him to her. She said, Yes, that's him. So they brought him to the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him. And when he ordered that he be stoned, the man who had relations with her, said, O Messenger of Allah, I am the one who had relations with her. So he said to her, Go, for Allah has forgiven you. Then he said some nice words to the man who was first brought. And he said to the man who had relations with her, Stone him. Then he said, He has repented a repentance that, if the inhabitants of Al-Madinah had repented with, it would have been accepted from them. This hadith is graded Hassan, or good. Comments If a rape is proven against the will of a woman, according to Imam Malik and Shafi'i, she deserves the dowry and the court has to help her in getting her right. In the view of Imam Abu Hanifa and Sufyan, she does not deserve the dowry. Chapter on What has been related about one who commits bestiality. Ibn Abbas narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Whomever you see having relations with an animal, then kill him, and kill the animal. So it was said to Ibn Abbas, What is the case of the animal? He said, I did not hear anything from the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, about this. But I see that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, disliked eating its meat or using it, due to the fact that such a heinous thing had been done with that animal. This hadith is graded Hassan, or good. Comments Sexual intercourse with animals is one of the most disgusting acts. Though this is not considered fornication, yet the performer deserves a severe punishment. 
this punishment should be exemplary and a clear warning to others. Chapter on what has been related about the punishment of the Sodomite. Ibn Abbas narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Whomever you find doing the actions of the people of Lut, then kill the one doing it, and the one it is done to. This hadith is graded Hassan, or good. Comments It is agreed upon that sodomy is unlawful, but there is difference of opinion among the scholars. The punishment of a sodomite, married or unmarried, is stoning. Ali, Ibn Abbas, Jabir bin Zayd, Zuhri, Rabi'ah, Malik, and Ishaq all support this view. One point of view of Imam Ahmed and al-Shafi'i is also the same. This is the correct point of view. Jabir narrated, the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, What I fear most from my ummah is the behavior of the people of Lut. This hadith is greater da'if or weak. Comments Sodomy and lesbianism are among the most disgusting forms of sexual satisfaction. Old civilizations were destroyed and stones were rained upon such people, as stated in Surah Hud, verse 82. We turned the cities upside down and rained down on them stones of baked clay, spread layer on layer. Chapter on what has been related about the apostate. Ikrimah narrated that Ali burnt some people who apostated from Islam. This news reached Ibn Abbas, so he said, if it were me, I would have killed them according to the statement of the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him. The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Whoever changes his religion, then kill him. And I would not have burned them because the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Do not punish with the punishment of Allah. So this reached Ali, and he said, Ibn Abbas has told the truth. This hadith is graded sahih, or authentic. Comments The people who were burnt alive were the followers of a Jew named Abdullah bin Sabah. They were hypocrites and they were involved in a heinous crime of preaching Ali's divinity. So Ali, giving a lesson for others, gave them such a severe punishment. Chapter on What has been related about one who brandishes a weapon. Abu Musa narrated that the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Whoever carries weapons against us, he is not from us. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments Picking up weapons of Muslims against Muslim brothers and trying to frighten each other or putting pressure or fighting against each other is against the dignity and honor of Muslims. Such behavior is not expected for Muslims. Chapter 1 What has been related about the legal punishment for the Sahir? Jundab narrated that he heard the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, saying, The punishment of the Sahir is a strike of the sword. This hadith is graded da'if or weak. Footnote The Sahir is a sorcerer, a witch, or a magician. Comments No doubt magic and sorcery is one of the grievous sins, and its practice is strictly prohibited and unlawful. Sometimes the practices of sorcery reach the boundary of infidelity and disbelief, and sometimes it remains within the limits of grievous sin. Therefore, its teaching and learning are also unlawful. According to a Shafi'i, 
a magician should not be killed until he enters the boundaries of disbelief. But Imam Abu Hanifa, Imam Ahmed, and many companions of the Prophet, peace be upon him, and the followers of the companions, think that the sorcerer is a disbeliever and that he does not deserve to be asked to repent. He should rather be killed. See for details, Al-Mughni, volume 12, page 302 to 303. Chapter on what has been related about the one who steals from the spoils of war and what is to be done to him. Umar narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Whomever you find stealing from the spoils of war while in the path of Allah, then burn his belongings. Salih, one of the narrators, said, I entered upon Maslama, and with him was Salim bin Abdullah. There was a man there who had stolen from the spoils of war. So Salim narrated this hadith. So he ordered accordingly, and his belongings were burnt. There was a mushaf in his belongings. So Salim said, Sell this and give its proceeds as charity. This hadith is graded ta'if, or weak. Comments Stealing from the spoils and embezzlement in it is a severe offense. The spoils of war are collective property of the Muslims. Therefore, everyone should be very careful about it. And no one is allowed to take anything from it until it is distributed. If someone takes anything from it before its distribution, he commits the crime of embezzlement. Chapter on what has been related about one who says to another, O you effeminate. Ibn Abbas narrated that the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, If a man says to another man, O you Jew, then beat him twenty times. If he says, O you effeminate, then beat him twenty times. And whoever has relations with someone that is a mahram, then kill him. This hadith is graded ta'if, or weak. Comments In the light of this narration, if someone gives an offensive and objectionable nickname to a Muslim brother, he can be punished under Islamic law. Marrying a stepmother or other close relatives, maharim, is prohibited. Adultery is an extremely disgusting act and a capital offense. He who marries his stepmother or fornicates with other close relatives, the punishment of had is not applied on him. He is killed. In awarding this punishment, there is no difference between a married or unmarried person. Punishment is the same an instant. Tuhfat al-Ahwaldi, volume 2, page 339. Chapter on what has been related about al-Ta'zir, unregulated punishments. Abu Burda bin Niyar narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, No one is to be lashed more than ten lashes except for a legal punishment among Allah's punishments. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments This narration indicates that no offender should be given a physical punishment of more than 10 lashes except if the offense he has committed is one for which a had has been prescribed.